basically we talk about whatever we want. We tend to talk a lot about conspiracy theories and like aliens, ghosts, paranormal, like everything. Like the theme of our show is we just want the truth. So we put information out there to make, so people can make their own decisions. We basically want people to think for themselves. Like here's a subject, here's the information we have. Now you go find out for yourself. So that's kind of what we like to put out there because we don't want to tell people what to think just like we don't want people telling us what to think so it's just hey here's some information go figure it out Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Homebreaker Podcast. I am the Golden Greek Alex Arion. I'm joined, as always, by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing, trophy wife, the lovely Monique. Hi. Hi. How's it going? It is good. Whoa. I'm channeling my inner Britney Spears today. I got pink on and lots of makeup on my face and yeah. Okay, that's uh, something. That's good. Well, what's new with you this week? Or what's new lately, I should say, mm. since we last spoke on this phenomenal, wonderful medium of podcasting? Yes. Yeah, just staying busy. Staying busy is yes. good. Yes, it is. Be a productive person. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good thing. Putting good. out positivity. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yes, putting out that positive energy because the world needs it. Oh, yeah, for sure, especially nowadays. Are mm-hmm. you kidding me? All the craziness going on in the world today. Yeah. yeah you know what's funny? They People were saying that 30 years ago. <laughs> Could you imagine if the stuff we're going through now was happening 30 years ago? It would be the end of the world. I mean, think about it. It would be, it would be the end of the world. That would be it be done people people be going crazy in the streets hmm. i'm just saying yeah. you think about it the amount well, of the, thing. I'm, I'm the amount of trauma that people have been put through in the last year alone but we've been built up to it we've been groomed for it i guess sure but just think about that if this if this would have happened in succession, all of these different things that have been happening, and it all happened 30 years ago where we were not primed as we have been, as you just well, said. I think people wouldn't put up with for, it. Pro- you'd, probably, you'd have more people like Probably not, right. Yeah, you'd have a lot more people that are uh, awake to what's going on and aware mm. of what's going on. Mm, so. Not necessarily. That's a whole different topic. Well, that's a whole different topic. On. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah, but speaking of trauma, what are we talking about today? It's Britney, bitch. Yeah. So we we watched the, uh, what was it? The New York Framing Times put this Britney thing out? Spears. So I guess the New York Times has a docu-series. 
and they have one about uh, Britney Spears called Framing Britney Spears. And I saw somebody post something about it on Twitter, and I'm like, what the hell is this? And they're talking about the conservatorship that is placed upon her where her dad is in charge of her and her finances. And it's been going on like that for over a decade. And I always, like, I, I was never really into Britney Spears. It was more of punk rock by the time, like, when she came out. Sure. And I just wasn't into her. But it makes you wonder. I remember when she was in Austin Powers, I think it was the second one, and she was the robot. Because remember we talked about her on our clone episode and how people thought she was a clone? Yes. And I remember the Austin Powers, and she was a fembot. And that was actually one of the rumors. Like, she's not really real anymore. She's a clone, or she's some kind of robot. Um yeah, so we've talked about Britney before, but now this is looking at things in a different light. So I thought, let's talk about the docu-series, and then I want us to get into what we really think, because th- that's where the fun, personally, sure. I believe, begins. So, so you never have been into Britney Spears. Let's talk about our our personal relationship, if you will, with Britney Spears first, before we really get into anything. So when did you first hear about Britney Spears? I think when it came out, like when, for when it came out, when it came out, <laughs> when Tremendous. it came out, when it came you're out, you're going to take that sound clip and just, oh, you know, you, I, I really could. I could. could. Yes. Yeah. That'd be fun. Uh, was it baby one more time? But I was, I was so punk rock. I was like, whatever. I'm too when, cool for school. Going to the, the timeline of event. Mm-hmm. Do you know when her, is that the, the first song that she like hit it? Big I think with? that was her big single. Do you remember what year that was that that came out? 97, was it? 98? Okay, see, I have no idea. I don't because know, it was in the I, 90s. I, okay, Late but, 90s. You, but you were never into Britney Spears. You never cared about... I never bought an album. Okay. As I've gotten older with music, I just learned to say, like, I don't care about whatever. And there are catchy songs. And so it's like, okay, it's kind of fun. Like a, some people call it a guilty pleasure. It's just like, how fun if you want to sing it and just enjoy it. Who cares? Yeah, I'm with you there. I mean, I was never into Britney's, obviously it's not my kind of music, um, but I was never into Britney Spears or anything like that. Never, I, I was aware of her, I guess you could say, but when around that times when I was getting into pro wrestling and I was mm-hmm. tunnel vision, everything was that and, and working towards achieving that goal. So yeah. I don't, I for think, music, my music, my new music stopped after I discovered green day in 93. And after that, it's been all the same type of music and bands that I grew up with. That's all well, the music I listened to. I was into like oldies. Like I grew up listening to like oldies and classic rock and even like eighties music and then punk rock hard rock heavy metal things like that but yeah yeah. one of the things you said though is you kind of had your tunnel vision on wrestling and i think there are just some people where they don't care about a type of music or music in general they have what they listen to and then that's it so they kind of just push it out of their tunnel vision out of their plane of existence so they just don't care about it so they're not as affected by what's happening with these celebrities Sure, I, I guess. I don't. I don't know. I've never. I've never been a starstruck type person. I've never allowed any of that stuff to, and it's never affected me. I never really cared. Mm-hmm. Honestly, just, I've always looked at people as people. 
maybe they do some cool things that are entertaining or whatever, but I've never been like, oh my God, it's so-and-so. No. They, they put their pants on one pant leg at a time, just like I do. You know, I, I've never, I've never been a starstruck type person. And I've met a lot of people who I, you could say are famous or whatever, but I've never, I don't think I've ever had my picture taken with any famous person I've met or anything like that. I did Jackal. Oh, wait, no, I'm lying. Rod, Roddy Piper. Yep. Jackal, Elvira, Roddy Piper. That's it. That, I think that's the only time. And that was because we met him. What, where were we at? A rock and jock? Rock and shock. Yeah. It was, it's like, was that a it's horror run, convention? Yeah, it's like a horror Halloween kind of convention. And they have like music and they'll have like famous people come. And they yeah, and we pictures. just happened to go just because you I wanted to. I was meeting to, our friend, Andrea. Yeah, we were just, so we just went to it. I didn't know anything that was going on there. And Roddy Piper just happened to be there. I was like, oh, hey, let's go meet Roddy Piper. Why not? And we had our picture taken with him. And that's like literally the only time I've ever done anything like that. That was my second time. And even, and even with that, I wasn't starstruck meeting him. I was like, hey, how's it going? Nice to meet you. (laughs) You know, so. Back to Britney. Anyway, back to Britney. Yeah. So I never cared really about the Britney Spears thing at all. Like I never got caught up in it. I, I heard the song. Because it was everywhere. I'll, I think, I'll give it to her. It yeah, hit. like it's catchy. A, a lot of these songs are purposefully catchy. Like that's how they make money. They get stuck in yeah. your brain. Well, that's and you hum along or you belt it out. But that's good music. Exactly. Whether you like it or not, I mean, yeah. that's what makes a good song. It's catchy. It's something you can remember easily that yeah. you can sing and hum to or or exactly. whatever. Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Now, do you know? Did she write that song? That first song. That was not her. Uh, I think any songs that she actually wrote weren't hits. Okay. Because, and I'll get into it, watching this docu, like doc, doc, documentary, it's like, again, everything's I like how you put your I like how you put your fingers up, <laughs> yeah. documentary quote, in quotes. Quote, unquote documentary, because yeah. it's all perspective. Somebody, It's like, documentaries are agendas. Somebody wants to push their side for whatever the reason is. And it's, it's one side of the story exactly. most, most of the time. Yeah, exactly. It's somebody's perspective of what's going on. Sure. They're basically setting it up so Brittany, they're, they're showing what a victim Brittany is. We're back to the documentary yeah. now. Okay. And so they talk about she's lonely, she's being used, she's being controlled. And one of the things that came in my head is I remember she had a song, I want to say it was in 2000, came out called Lucky. And it was about this famous person named Lucky and how she's so famous and everyone loves her, but she's so lonely and she's miserable. And everyone was saying, oh, Brittany's singing about her. Like she's trying to tell people she's really lonely and she's She's not singing happy. about herself? Sorry, yes, yeah, she's singing okay. about herself. And I was curious. So after watching that documentary, I... This morning, I was like looking up before we recorded earlier today, and I'm just like, did she even write that song? And she didn't. So, again, it's perspective, and people think, oh, she's writing these songs about how she feels, but she's not writing these songs, or at least the credit is not going to her. Again, one could argue that these people who are writing the songs know her and they're writing it about her and she might be giving input about something or ideas. Okay. But she's not getting any credit for those songs. So she gets... songwriting. She gets absolutely... She's getting credit for the vocals. But she doesn't get any songwriting credit for anything. Well, again, there were certain songs, but none of them that I saw were hits. Okay, fair enough. 
Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the music industry. But I'm not industry, very familiar with her catalog either. So, disclaimer. Okay. Yeah. Well, same here. I Everything I'm going to talk about is based on what I saw in this documentary. And any small amount of knowledge or, or information I may have picked up throughout the years, just in passing, not because I was looking for it. I'm not going to be, I'm not a Britney Spears expert by any stretch and i may say some things that are incorrect or whatever but i'm going based on just what i saw in this documentary mm-hmm. that we just watched yeah. so that's that's gonna be my perspective i'm bringing to everything but yeah the music industry itself is it's a pretty complicated animal from what i understand because there's so many i mean if you get like a producer credit for something or if you get a songwriting credit that that can mean huge money especially if it's a hit song or something mm-hmm. like that so I yeah I, I wonder often like baby is it called baby one more time baby one or more one time. more time what's the name of the song I think it's baby or hit me baby one more time okay that fair song. well that well that song anyway if she didn't write it whoever wrote it I would presume is like rolling in it because that song is has been in commercials right it's been in movies movies you hear it all the freaking time everybody knows it everybody recognizes it so whoever wrote it. Yeah, she performed it, but whoever wrote it is probably, like I said, rolling in the money. The fact that she doesn't have that many hits that have her name attached to him as a songwriter, I find that interesting. But it's not uncommon in the music industry. No, no. But like, she's did, still, did Elvis she's, write any of his own stuff? I think he did some, but a lot of, a lot of the big stuff. But the big stuff yeah. he didn't write, yeah. So yeah. that's just another example. It's been around forever. But anyway. Yeah, but she's still making money, obviously, because she's the one doing the work, performing it, singing it, and it's her her image. Sure, her, her likeness her and talent, all that. Yeah, everything, right. her, her voice. I heard that she only makes, ever since the conservatorship has mm-hmm. gone on, has been put in place with her father in charge of her finances, I heard she only makes, well, she makes a she's lot of money, given. but she's given 70000 a year. Yeah, I heard something like that. That's crazy. And she's raking in millions. Yeah, so it makes you wonder, like, where does the money go? Well, let's talk kind of through How the documentary a little work? bit. Sure. So we can kind of touch upon everything. So the documentary is basically other people coming out, speaking about their experiences with Britney Spears and her family. So you have what? It was like an assistant of hers? Yes. Like there a family was a woman friend? who was a family friend right? who her mother was unable to, once Britney got big, and go on tour, she was unable to travel with her because... Brittany had a younger sister who Brittany's mother had to take care of. She was in, Jamie Lynn was in first grade. So she asked a family friend, will you please go with her and just watch over her and make sure she's okay? And the friend was like, yeah, sure. And it was supposed to be for three months and it ended up going on for how many years? And it just tells a story about her life and how she was, how she dealt with the paparazzi, how she worked really hard her how how much input she gave into decision making and then things kind of seemed to turn around they never talked about her first marriage to jason alexander which lasted 55 hours and then was annulled 55 hours and actually i'm going to refer to that later because before we started recording today i listened to a about a 45 minute long interview with him talking about this whole thing interesting but go ahead Uh, They didn't talk about that. They talked about she was with Justin Timberlake. And it was around that point 
there was a lot of focusing on how the media and how people sexualized her, but they also basically crucified her for it. It's like, you're the one sexualizing her and then you're going to make her feel bad about it. They talked about her breakup with Justin Timberlake. He came out with the song Cry Me a River and the video was supposed to be like a Britney lookalike claiming like she broke his heart and she cheated on him and demonizing her. And then there was a Diane Sawyer interview asking her these questions about, you know, her, her being sexual and are you a virgin? And it's just like, again, so I'm going to talk about just what's coming off and what a normal, quote unquote, normal, logical person would probably think of what the hell is wrong with these people? <laughs> like, you, why would you ever talk to somebody? I think especially if you were to do something like that now. People yeah, would be like, we're in a different world now we're in a different than, world than we were now, back in 2003. But to talk to a female like that and basically criticize her for her sexuality and demonize her, it's ridiculous. They have that. They talked about, like, she's being asked, is she a virgin? Things like that. And yet you have the contrast with Justin Timberlake after they broke up. And he had that song. He was on some radio station or podcast. And he's like, oh, did you fuck Britney Spears? And he's like, yeah. And they're all laughing. And it's just funny how now that if something like that happened, it wouldn't be tolerated. Probably. Who knows? Of course. It, are you kidding? <laughs> cancel culture being what it is. Yeah. The, everybody's got the, the knives out looking I feel for like somebody to it's cancel. It's all dependent <laughs> upon how it's played out. How Nobody's they set safe. it up. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. But then they start talking about she meets Kevin Federline. They get married. That was the rapper guy, right? No. Yeah, he was a rapper, wasn't he? I thought he was a backup dancer. Was that what he was? I thought he was a rapper or something. I I remember he was on on Monday Night Raw one time. I he a rapper after, maybe. Oh, I know he was on Raw. Monday Night. He was on on the WWE Raw, and he wrestled John Cena on, on one show. Yes, I remember. And I remember it being like, this guy's great. Like like a great wrestling, like a, a heel, like a good heel character. I remember watching it being like, who is this freaking guy? I hate him. And then wow. being like, oh, wait, I hate him. If I hate him, and I know this is all a work, mm-hmm. this fucking guy's doing a great job. And, then I, and then I became a fan. Hate. I was like, yeah. wow, this guy's great. Well, anyway. they talked about after her first baby, she got pregnant quickly, and they were saying she was struggling with postpartum depression. And... After the second baby, was it months later she filed for divorce? And that's where things started to go this down. This is after she had her the baby? second baby. After, after she her had second the, okay, baby. Okay. Things started, she filed for divorce. Things started going downhill. She was in custody battles. She wanted sole custody. Kevin Federline wanted sole custody. And she just started, you could see the slow decline of well, the her way, career. The way it's everything. portrayed. The way of it's course. portrayed. Sure. They bring up how she lost visitation or she was fighting for visitation. They showed like when there was stuff with her and Paris Hilton and um, Lindsay Lohan. I'm like the redhead. Lindsay Lohan, I think like they were out partying. I remember hearing about that kind of stuff, seeing it on the tabloids at the supermarket. They talked about that. They talked about the big thing where she had her quote unquote breakdown, how she went and she shaved her head. She went to the hairdresser and the hairdresser's like, I'm not shaving your head. And then she just did it. And then was it at some point after that, she was going to her exes because she wanted to see her kids and he wasn't letting her see the kids. And that's what the whole paparazzi where they're showing the video of the, the vid- video paparazzi 
Brittany, the, are you this, okay? And, and this they're guy, like, leave her alone. And, and they have this guy on the, currently yeah. like speaking on the documentary about everything too. And I'm just watching it like, what what, are, what is going on? Because well, uh, like, I'm going to get to that. Oh, all right. So, I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you continue. So, I mean, you see times where she's saying like, leave me alone. Everyone's like, leave her alone, leave her alone. And she's obviously going through a very difficult time. And then she loses it. She snaps and she takes out an umbrella and she starts hitting the guy's truck. And then they take off. The truck takes off or she takes off? She takes off. She hits the guy's truck. She takes off. And the guy's like, oh, look what she did to my truck. So I was telling you about that. And the, the paparazzi guy, his reaction to it as he's telling the story is, well, he always portrayed it like she liked how she liked us. We needed her. She needed us. We had a good relationship. She liked getting her picture taken. And she never told us to stop. And somebody's like, what about when they were like, stop, stop taking her picture. Don't take my picture. She's telling you to stop. Well, it means different things. He's like, you know, there's times where it's like, don't take my picture today. Not don't take my picture ever again. And I'm just thinking like. That's like saying, like, after you rape somebody, well, we had a good relationship and, you know, she wanted it too as much as I did. And she didn't tell me to stop. Yes, she was telling you to stop. Well, she didn't mean that. You know, it's that same kind of mentality is how I'm portrayed. Like it's how a it's weird analogy, as. but okay. But that's what I'm getting. Like, would it's you a tell? Bit like, of an extreme analogy. I know, but that's what it felt like to me, like to turn it that way. Like, well, no, she wanted it and she liked it. She didn't really mean what she said. Hmm. It's that kind of ignorance that's coming off. But I was telling you after watching it that it's like, here's a guy who gets a lot of money for doing what he does gets his payday off this woman. Then he gets a payday after the whole incident because of the video he has of it. He gets a payday because he sued her after and got money from that. And now he's doing this documentary and getting another payday, I'm sure, for it. So it's just very interesting. Cashing in. Cha-ching. Yes. Yeah. So you wanted to talk about that as well? Oh, just the the absurdity of the whole thing. just yeah basically what you said it's just that that he he would say these things like oh yeah so she loved having her picture taken and they'll show a clip of i, I presume this guy's video yeah. of her like waving Being probably nice. probably early on in her earlier on in her fame and her just waving being nice i think like at a drive through or mm-hmm. something something like that and then Cuts to the clip of her being like, no, leave me alone. But or if you notice, like the that. change happens after she has her baby. Sure. That's what, when wait, the change what, happens. What change do you, are you referring to? The change in Britney's, her, um, how she is with the paparazzi. She At first oh, she'd okay. wave. She was friendly, really nice. Once she had a kid, you see her, she's trying to protect her baby. She'd be like on, you'd see on the video, I'm scared, I'm scared. Saying like, I'm scared. She's oh, afraid. Yeah. yeah. And nobody gives a shit. And no, they want like, the picture. Again, they start demonizing her because and, and the, she was the, like driving with the baby on her lap. And like then she, she, was, what, she tripped. What was the story? I'm sorry. What was the story with that? That she t- 
took the baby out of the car so seat she went to the, Starbucks or something. The paparazzi were like on either baby, side of the car. She took the baby out of the car, and the paparazzi swarmed her with the baby, and she got scared. So she just had the baby, and she just hopped in the car to take off. Is that what happened? Okay. Yeah. So she got demonized for that, and then there was something else after that. She was holding her baby, walking, and she had like a glass of water or something in the other hand, and she tripped, and they they like get a snap of her as she's tripping with her baby in her arm. And she went on, I think, maybe this was the Diane Sawyer interview, and they're asking her about, like, her being a bad mother. And and just like, yeah, like, you're, you know, what, what do you say to that? You're a bad mother, and, you know, why did you do this? And the girl's having a breakdown on camera. And so it seems like they paint this decline after she had her kids. This is how it's put, like, portrayed in the documentary. Yes. The documentary. Yes, because I don't know. Really, I wasn't. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. Again, so we're going based off of what I'm going off the timeline that they're presenting to us. I don't know the real timeline because I never followed it. And they talk about Sam Lefty, and like she started kind of getting with the wrong people. Sam Lefty was the guy who. This is the guy that that uh, they suspected was drugging her. Am I correct? Drugging her and like stealing money from her, and that's when her dad stepped in to get the conservatorship. He was able to get conservatorship, and that was after the umbrella incident. He was able to get conservatorship, not just over her financial aspects, like not just her finances and business, but her person, meaning he can make decisions for her as a person. And they were explaining that usually happens to elderly people, people with dementia. People that are in comas. Yes. That have estates and wealth. People who are unable to take care of themselves. Yeah. And it shows how something's just really off because you have this woman who's functioning. She's touring. She's making millions of dollars. She's on, was it X Factor or one of those shows? talent shows I, i've never watched or been into any of those either, so i don't but know they showed it like an america's got talent or something, something like that like that one of those type of deals X factor that we saw okay uh or something like that they you know she's doing all this stuff and then it comes out how she her, her father's attorney was going back to get a raise essentially and the attorney's last name was wallet we're gonna get into this stuff don't you worry um because he wrote about how it's a hybrid. She, there's some kind of hybrid where she's able to, she's doing better under the conservatorship where it's now reached a point where she's very successful with her business. And they, so he, they want, he wants to get more money. And so people are saying, well, if she's that functional, why does she need a conservatorship? And it talks about the story of the conservatorship and how things are off and how is this possible. And it goes into the Free Britney movement. There was a podcast that was follows her Instagram and they're like, what the hell is going on? And they started this hashtag Free Britney and they just kind of go into the conspiracy theories of how she's being held captive against her will. They're making her do things she doesn't want to do. They are possibly drugging her. They're altering pictures and video or social media to make it seem like it's it's not really her she has no free will and they're trying to free her the the movement the movement the quote-unquote free britney movement okay mm-hmm. all right i heard that that uh was it did this movement did they say what year this began in the documentary do you recall the people with the podcast, I want to say it was in the past few years. 
Okay, because yeah. I know that... But it really her, like hit big last year in 2020, I remember. I know that her father got Twitter to remove the hashtag. Yes, that's right. I remember hearing about that. I don't know if that was last year in 2020 or if that was when it first became a thing, whenever whatever year that was. But it's now it's been back again because of the documentary. But, Sure. Now it's a yeah. Now it's back in the yeah. forefront. So I want. Uh, they go over in November of 2020. She went back to court. She wanted her mom put in charge. She wanted a bank to handle her finances. Somebody independent. She said she wasn't. She did not feel safe with her dad or something. She didn't want her dad in charge, and it didn't fly. So they kind of end just about that in their hopes. I'm watching this documentary, and I'm just like. In the beginning, they show her mom constantly with her. Her dad's never in the picture. They painted her dad as an alcoholic, as somebody who couldn't hold a job. And then this guy gets the conservatorship. Where's her mom? Uh, Yeah. But that wasn't answered. No, it was not. It wasn't Um, answered. I told you that I listened to that interview with Jason Alexander. And he said that he still runs into her father all the time, sees him all the time, like at the gas station or whatever. He still lives in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Is that where they're from? Louisiana, right? Yeah. He's still, I apologize. Uh, yeah, he still runs into him all the time. And he says the guy's always drunk when he sees him, that he is just smashed when, every time he sees him. Take that for what you will. Again, I these are, we're just taking people's stories and accounts of things. It's their truth. Whether or not it's the truth, I don't know. But this is what he said. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also said that, and this guy's pretty, he was pretty pretty interesting to listen to. He's very into, he's aware of conspiracies and conspiracy theories. He says he's still in touch with Brittany and that he talks to her all the time and that they are very good friends. And he's not allowed to see her. But they they talk on the phone or FaceTime or whatever. So they still communicate. They're still close. And he says she's very with it. However, she is forced to be on the medications because if she stops taking her medications, they will not allow her to see her children. Yes, I've heard that too. Which is nuts Mm -hmm. if that's true. And uh, he also said that doing some digging and research he was able to trace back on Brittany's mother's side that she has royal blood mm. so she can tra- she, her mother's side is royalty interesting it, is it can be traced back to royalty right so i thought that was very fascinating too now do you want to get into let's get into what of, we really think some of the some of the stuff that that we've heard yeah yes. So, uh, yeah, again, uh, the, the, we should have recorded us watching it. We should have, cause we, we just kept pausing going, all right, this is, this is this and this is this. And yeah. So I I think for the documentary itself, obviously you can only put so much in a documentary, of course. And again, you have every documentary, whatever it is, has an agenda behind Mm -hmm. it. And that's what, that's the, the strongest viewpoint you're going to get presented in a documentary. After watching it and after listening to that interview and just doing a little bit of digging, I know you did some as mm-hmm. well on your own. I, my initial thought after watching last night, I told you was this is all big fucking work. This is a big work. Yeah. This is all just a big thing to distract people, to get people emotional about mm-hmm. something. And it's a big fucking work. Yeah. It's all fake. I don't know if it's all as fake as we initially thought. I think that 
there's something going on there. I don't. I think there's a lot more than we've been presented. Of course, there's always you. Ne- we're never told everything. Mm-hmm. But I think I can see, just based off listening to the interview with her husband or ex- whatever. What do you call that if it's annulled? Ex. I don't. Know. <laughs> Is that even an ex? I don't know. But anyway, listening to that interview there and and a couple other things that I looked at. It, I, I could see where she could have very well been just a regular person who got famous and got the fame mm-hmm. and slowly started to kind of go off the rails. Mm-hmm. I can see it. I can get it. I can understand it. Yeah. Only because just the the brief things that they showed with the paparazzi following mm-hmm. her around and literally being everywhere, that would drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. I'd be the guy. If I was famous and I had people following me around, I'd... You know how many times I'd be... You'd be running them over I'd be run, I'd be... I don't know about that, but I'd be punching people. I'd be shoving people out of my way. That's how I'd be because I value my privacy. You That's do. how I am. I told you the story. I, I can personally relate to this kind of thing and how it could drive a person nuts. I told you a story. After I, I uh, was on WWE SmackDown. Yes. And I was in a mall. Not in my local, not my hometown, nothing like that. I was in the mall. I was at a urinal using the bathroom, taking a leak, okay? And somebody comes up on the urinal next to me and goes, hey, you're Alex Aaron. You, I saw you on SmackDown. And I'm looking over like, well, uh, hey, how's it going? And, and there's been a couple of times. You've been with me a couple of times where I've yes. been recognized. I'm just yes. like, oh, Jesus. I am so glad I never became really famous because those few times where it happened i was not like oh wow i feel special i was like this is uncomfortable this is strange i could only imagine being followed around all the time and having zero privacy zero privacy i could see her legit going a little crazy and i it's completely understandable to me just seeing what this girl had to go through i'm just having if that's the way it went down if that's the way it went down Bake everyone cookies with cyanide in it. <laughs> you really got to watch what you say. Seriously. Some I have a sick you, warped Some mind. of these things you come out with, I'm like, where do you, you got to just put, put your filter <laughs> love on. Love and light, love and light. Put your filter on sometimes, please. I am like, my, uh, the spectrum, I am either God. total love and light or total darkness. And I work really hard to stay somewhere in the middle, but it's either one or the, the other. So, yeah. I could see no, where I, I, where I that kind of that. stuff, yes. where the having no privacy and everything. Yeah. I get that. One of the other things I forgot to mention, they taught when she was younger. She was what, maybe seven? She was on Star Search. For anyone who remembers Star Search with Ed McMahon, it was a talent show. Publishers Clearinghouse. Ed yes. McMahon. Oh wait, no, that never happened. It never happened. <laughs> anyway. So he's after they have the two people to see who got the most stars, who's going to win. Ed McMahon is saying, wow, you have like what pretty eyes you have. And do you have a boyfriend? And why can I be your boyfriend? And I'm just thinking it was creepy, the creepiest pervy man. And this is the so shit creepy. you hear about with these young child actors. And it's like you don't talk to a little girl like that. You don't sexualize a little girl like that. It, yeah. Mm, try not to get going. Yeah, take but it easy. it's just that kind of stuff where it was creepy. It, it was makes very you creepy. wonder: yeah. is this someone who? And again, she was a Disney kid. I forgot to mention that she was in. You know, oh, 
the Disney episode will happen one day. It will happen yes, one day. And yes. and I know that most of our friends are going to stop talking to us when it does happen. But that episode will come out. Yeah. And uh, we'll get into Disney and the occult <sighs> darkness of yeah, what Disney, was a Disney really kid, is. And it makes you wonder, these kids, the, what did they go through? Because it's come out. You know, it, it's come out that these a lot of these kids were sexually abused. And you wonder what has this girl gone through? And then if she is having a mental breakdown, well, if you've gone through the abuse that allegedly possibly happened, yeah, over time and people are trying to control your life and then you have kids and you can't even see your kids and you feel like you can't protect your kids. Yeah, you might have a breakdown. Yeah, I mean, a lot of this kind of stuff will wear on, on a person, obviously a, a sane, normal mm-hmm. person. These things wear on, on the yeah. psyche. And put into it having money and a lot of times when you have money what do you do what do a lot of people with money do they look for that escape and a lot of them you see it all the time they turn to drugs alcohol to kind of get an escape to get a little bit of a break mentally from whatever they're going through and we know i mean it's pretty obvious that we know that we're told that she's on some type of psych- psychiatric drugs mm-hmm. because of her breakdowns. There, yeah. But what kind of drugs was she on before that? We know that there's the suspicion that that one boyfriend was drugging mm-hmm. her. Well, one of the things that was also brought up, she tried to get an attorney, Adam Streisand. She tried to hire him during the whole conservatorship issue. And when this guy went to court to defend Brittany on her behalf, he was told that they're not going to allow her because she's not competent. They have medical records and he cannot see them. And he's just like, okay, well, she might have a serious medical issue where she seemed competent when I talked to her, but I don't know. And it makes you wonder like, okay, there's a question. Does she really have issues? Could she have mental issues where she can function, but when she's not working, stuff happens, she has to be on medication or whatever. I think we're glossing over that whole thing. I'm going to get into that because I want to get into one of the things that I saw, what I picked up, because I look at it like how somebody normal would look at and feel watching that documentary, how they want you to feel. They want you to feel bad for her. They want you to feel upset and outraged and mad that, you know, men did this to her and people did this to her and she's not, she's doesn't have any free will. But then I look at it like, okay, Let's take a look at things. There's a lot of pinks and purples. Okay, you're going to go into that now? No, you don't want me to go there yet? Not yet. Okay. You're glossing over the lawyer thing a little bit. Oh. You you explained it. You explained what happened, but we, we had this conversation last night. Now I'm not a, I'm not an attorney. I don't know a lot about legal matters and proceedings and things like that. But if you're in court, you're representing somebody. And there is medical supposed evidence or a medical report that says something about your client that you are being paid to represent. You're being told you can't see that. Well, the argument was she's not even competent to competent enough to hire him as her attorney. Therefore, he's legally not her attorney because they have medical records to show she's not competent. So enough. that's the technicality. That's the technicality. I see. Okay, because I I thought that was strange. I'm like, uh-huh. you're not gonna. And then the guy was just kind of like, eh. he was kind of like, what are you gonna do? Nonchalant about it. Like, eh, well, I couldn't do anything about it. So, eh. Oops. 
hands are tied. So, yeah, yeah. So it was just kind of weird. That, that's why I was like, you're yeah. kind of glossing over it, but that's why because I thought that was a little strange. Just the way the guy was acting, just kind of like it's pretty nonplussed about the whole thing. What are you like, gonna eh, do about it? Eh, yeah. So I was her attorney, but I couldn't really do anything. So man. Well, it's either that or you would have somebody who doesn't give a shit that they're not getting paid and say, this is wrong and I'm going to fight. But if he's not getting paid, he probably doesn't care. No, that's yeah, fair enough. So, all right, go ahead and get into now. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Jay. Oh, my God. Uh, Human vibration. <laughs> Look what yes. you've done to us. <laughs> I'm watching this and I'm just I'm looking at everything and I'm looking at all the colors and the pinks and the purples. And I'm I have a thing with names and in past elections, even like larger scale, like state elections, um, not just presidential Congress, things like that. I look at the people's names because sometimes their names just seem like seriously (laughs) like this is their name. You have a you know somebody who's an accountant and their last name is Pennyworth. Those weird kind of things with names and you have this lawyer for Brittany's dad whose last name is Wallet and I'm just like his name is Wallet really? That's why I was like, this is such bullshit. It's they put it right in your and face. The attorney we were talking about that Brittany tried to hire, all yellow and gray. And that's one of the colors that's been talked about is kind of another like it's been pinks and purples and now they're using yellow and gray. So much pink and purple. The background, flowers, it's like a set that they have, and there's like flowers and there's different color flowers, but a lot of them are pinks and purples. And what people are wearing, they had, um, what's it called? She was the woman in New York, the talent agent for Britney. Purple shirt. You see everyone who's protesting free Britney, pinks and purples. Now, I think one can argue she was a girl and that's girly colors, pinks and purples. But you brought up with all the protesting it's weird. It seemed like it was just staged. It seemed very staged for very, the documentary because when you look around, it's just that small group. It wasn't like hundreds of people. They're walking down this street and there's pink benches. And I've snapped pictures and I'm going to put it up on the video for our watchers. There's somewhere where they're walking and there's purple like, you know how you'll go on a street, they have like little banners, like flag banners. Purple. It's not even just like what people are wearing. It's not just the signs. It's stuff in the it's environment. It's the background scenery, yes. sure. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, this is really interesting. And and trying to see the people who are talking and what they're saying and what they're wearing or the background behind them because I felt it was very telling. Yeah. I, I, I told you when when they're doing the little protest and they're showing the clips of the mm-hmm. protest, I was just looking at them going, this looks so phony and manufactured like this is bullshit this is such bull this is obviously a stage protest there was like what 15 people there and you brought up a good point too last night november of 2020 coronavirus during this point people started worrying about the holidays people getting together and they're saying you know stay away Still got a social distance, and yet they allowed an open courtroom. They allowed people to yeah, go into the court. They, they, in California. In California. In California. Like the, one of the strictest places. Right. California and New York. In California. This Not is, Florida. Yeah. This is this is allowed. We're gonna we're gonna allow open this up to the public. What? <laughs> yeah. It was it was there was too much where I'm just like, this is the, this whole thing is bullshit. Hmm. 
That's why that's why I I came to that conclusion last night. Yeah. You you were like it's a total it's just total loose trap. <laughs> it, it's yeah, it's a total total loose trap yeah. just to get you emotional, to mm-hmm. get you feeling one way get or another. Get that energy going. Get that. Yep, so they can suck your energy. One of the things so this morning I was looking cuz they talked about Britney's Instagram and I was trying to make sure I understood a lot of the stuff that we were going to talk about because if I missed something, misinterpreted something, I just don't want to sound like an idiot. But I got curious and I was looking at like the Instagram, but because we canceled our Instagram account, it only lets you see so much. And then it's like, you need to log in or set up an account. And I'm looking at pictures and there's the picture you brought up to me about there's an image of Britney on Instagram and people are saying they see call 911 in our eyelashes. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, I don't see it. And then I finally I was like, oh, okay, I see it. You can't be zoomed in too much. You have to be like at a right perspective and you have to look at a certain way and you can kind of see it. But then I really started looking at the picture and I was like, this is a picture from these people do not exist.com. So you saw it. I saw it. Now, one could say it's the filter being used, but I just... That was the vibe you got from it? Some of the pictures, some of the images I looked at, I was like, this is not real. I think it's it's digitally manufactured. You think it's uh, the GAN technology? I do. I think they're using it um, just to put stuff out there. Why wouldn't they? (laughs) Why wouldn't they? Yeah. Do it for everything else. That spark in the eye, just the this little little things that just didn't seem right. I was like, but not all of them. Okay. There are certain pictures where I'm like, yeah, okay. Um, there's a lot of stuff. People are really looking into her Instagram. People are think people are saying, oh, she she was MK Ultraed. And one of the things I was thinking about when I woke up this morning. When you think about what she's doing at the end of the movie or the, at the end of the docu- documentary, it's a video. This and is when I said, for sure, this yes. is all bullshit. We're going to add it for our watchers. I'm going to add the clip in. There's a part where it, it, it's from her. I don't know if it's from her Instagram, but she's in the tub and she has a rose in her hand. And it's a pink rose and she's like oh look at this rose and she's like just look at it and she puts it in the water and she starts smushing it and she goes it's just soap see it's just soap fooled ya and that's how the fucking documentary and that's ends. how it ends <laughs> and I, that's when i went this is such bullshit this whole thing it's is a work. work they're telling you it's a yes. work and so they i was put thinking, it right there I was for just you thinking about like mk ultra and how it's not these celebrities who have been MK Ultra. It's not these people who have been brainwashed to be triggered by something. It's, it's us. us. It's us watching this. It is stuff. the media doing it to yeah. people. It Project is Project Mockingbird. It is magazines, newspapers, TV, movies, news, everything. Because one of the things I was thinking about when they were talking about Britney Spears and her body, and I remember they talked about, oh, did she get breast implants? When I was younger, I remember thinking like, this is how you're supposed to look. You look at the models on the magazines and you are supposed to have, you're supposed to be really skinny with nice hips and big boobs and that is beautiful and that is perfect. 
And having young girls brainwashed into like they, they do. This is what you should do. And this is how you should act. And you're being manipulated and brainwashed. And I was just thinking about it, about even just my childhood. I remember until I was in my like mid 20s, I thought I was super fat and flat chested because I just had that poor self body image. And I remember when I saw people who were famous who didn't have large boobs, they didn't have breast implants. And I thought, fucking finally, <laughs> there's somebody to represent us, God damn it. You know, it, it was like, I, I remember like Gwen Stefani, she's not like a double D cup, but it was cool. Like she didn't need to be and it worked. So it was stuff like that where you start thinking like, oh, it's okay. And then you realize like, what the fuck? What the fuck allowed me to think that that was okay to have to feel a certain way. I should be like this and I'm not good enough. And it's fucking brainwashing. Yeah. And I'm sure it happens to guys in the muscle and fitness magazines that, you know, or what they see on TV, looking a certain way, acting a certain way. Of course. And it brainwashes you and it manipulates you. And you think about now trigger words. They were saying people speculated with Britney. She was being triggered. Certain things were like trigger words that caused her to kind of shut down. It's the MK Ultra. Now, again, none of this is in the doc. This is just me going off. But I was just thinking like we're the ones who are triggered. People are the ones, especially now, allowing themselves to let a word or a phrase or something trigger them to the point of just losing it being upset, putting that energy into the universe instead of being like, whatever. And it's like, we're the ones being fucking brainwashed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I told you that last night. I, when I, when I figured out this is, this is obviously yeah. bullshit. Halfway through, I told you when they're showing these protests that are happening in November, these people are outside supposedly protesting. I told you I was getting mad. And I had to stop and have this internal conversation and battle with myself. <laughs> like, dude, why are it. you getting mad? This yeah. is obviously staged and that's the reaction that they're going for. And and when I say getting mad, people are going to go, why are you getting mad about them protesting? Well, because it's supposedly happening in November in California, where especially in that state, we're told that they have like the most draconian laws of shutdown and everything else. Mm -hmm. But you're protesting Britney Spears. Why aren't you out protesting the governor who's doing all this shit? I'm like, why aren't you protesting? Like you care about somebody's freedoms. Why aren't you protesting for your own freedoms? Exactly. Right. And that's what was going on. And I was getting I was getting upset watching it. And then I had like I said, I had to calm myself down be like, dude, this is exactly this is everything in this documentary everything we see on a screen is designed to get a reaction from people that's it whether it's a good reaction a negative reaction they put they put fake positive stuff out there too oh yeah they do do you think all these dog cat videos are legit that but people they sure put out are cute they were the cute they get shared they go viral mm-hmm. but do you think they're really legit somebody just spontaneously caught that well, no it's all fake stuff. it's like how did you randomly catch everything this on your phone? Ex- exactly like, it's all fake i don't i don't i can't remember i think i talked about it the other week i don't know maybe i just told you but i was going out for a walk and for peep for hearers and watchers who've been around for a while i talk about my connection with birds and animals and i'm walking and i'm having like this open kind of meditation as I'm walking and I'm talking to my guides. Like before I started my walk, I was like, will you please join me? 
And as I'm walking and I'm coming to these like revelations of thought and I'm like, yeah. And every time I came to one, it was like an animal. Like I look up and I see two squirrels in the tree. I'm like, oh, first I saw one. And then I'm like, whoa. And because I was like thinking about I need to live more in the moment. Just live in the moment and embrace what's around me. And then I just happen to open my eyes and look and there's a fucking adorable little squirrel right there. And then I like look more and I see another one. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And then I come to like I'm walking and I come to another one and this sweet, cute little bird like pops out from around a tree and just starts coming towards me. And then another one comes over and I crouch down and I'm like, hey, how's it going? It's just like coming over to me like a foot away from me. And I'm just like, this is awesome. And I'm walking and I'm thinking like, I'd love to see just a hawk because that's one of my my animals. As I'm walking, I get another revelation and I look and a big red tail hawk goes, swoops right past me into a tree. And I'm just like, yes, yes. Now you're going to make me tell my bird story. Okay. Tell your bird <laughs> we, story. We're, we're, go, okay, we're going so on a, a little a, side tangent. Complete side yeah. tangent. But again, kind of going back to your thing of living in the moment and just trying to block out all the other noise in our lives mm-hmm. that distracts us and sucks our life energy from us Mm -hmm. i'm walking a couple days ago in the cemetery and i see a blue jay in a tree and i'm like wow like i see blue jays a lot and i don't know what that means but i see them a lot like they'll land on our porch sometimes and i'm looking out the window and i'll see one uh, or i'll see one in a tree out out our window and so i'm walking and i see this blue jay land on the tree i'm like wow that's so awesome like i see another blue jay and i just kind of like I audibly said, hey, how's it going? And I say that, and as I'm walking, I start thinking to myself, you know what I've never seen is a baby blue jay. I've never seen one. Like, that's so weird that I've never seen one. I'm thinking that. I finish that thought. Not two seconds later, three baby blue jays start running in front of me. Like, they fly out from whatever tree they're in, and they're down on the ground in front of me. And I'm just like... (laughs) Ask and you shall receive. What? And and I thought I was just, I couldn't even dig to get my phone out because I was so just like, whoa, in the moment, looking at these three little blue jays that I just said, I've never seen them. Yeah. I've never seen any in person. But you couldn't get your phone out. No. And nor could I. I was so in the moment. Yeah. And maybe that's the problem. We're just, not that it's a problem, but to like, oh, we just, we were so in the moment we couldn't get our phone and these other people aren't experiencing things the right way and that's why their phones are out. I don't know. One could argue. No, but but, but yeah. anyway, but yeah, so I see these three birds and I'm just like, this is insane. And only reason I was looking for my phone is because I want to take a picture so I could show you because I'm like... She's never going to believe this, but to you, you it's know, me. obviously, obviously you'd believe it, I but, believe it, but it was just, it was crazy. And I'm just walking and I'm talking to these birds and they're getting close to me. I'm not trying to touch them or anything like that. I'm trying to be, keep a respectful distance. They're little baby birds, but they're just hopping around. They're next to me. They're running next to me, you know, do their little jump and fly for like a few feet and then land down in front of me. And I'm just like. I stopped at one point because I'm like, I'm, my stride and the way I was walking, I'm like, if, if they don't get out of the way in time, I may like bump one or step on one. And I don't want that to happen. So I stopped and I'm just kind of watching them. But yeah, it, and I, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, this is insane. Like, I just thought this. And what are the chances? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, a long time ago, stopped believing in coincidences. And I think everything has a meaning. Yeah. And I think that just the small amount of unplugging myself that I've been doing over and, and, and this, this self uh, improvement development, this work I've been doing just on myself spiritually mm-hmm. and mentally over the past few years 
I think people can look, you go back and listen to us when we first started out to how I am now. I think I've mellowed a lot. Oh yeah. A lot. Like I don't let things bother me as much mm-hmm. anymore. I'm, I'm more aware now if I'm starting to get upset or I feel my blood pressure going up, I can now go, wait a minute, dude, chill out a little bit. What are you giving your energy to this for? Mm-hmm. This is inconsequential to you, your family. It means nothing. Mm-hmm. Why do you, why are you getting upset? That was another thing that I, uh, speaking of triggering, watching the documentary last night, that was something that was getting me a little bit upset too because they're having all these people talking about, oh, Britney Spears this and she did this for me and this for me. And uh, and you know what? Hey, that's cool. Everybody needs a role model or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm just sitting there going, all these people are out worrying about somebody they've never met. They're, they're putting all this time and energy into that. If they would if they do something else and focus that attention on something else, like positive for everyone, for humanity, mm-hmm. for themselves, could you imagine but I how our world would be? But I that. There were all these people talking about, like, Brittany allowed me to, like, come out to become stronger. And I'm thinking, like, I never remember her being her. I never remember her being a representative for um, the gay community or anything like that for people to, like, come out. I think it was more just like her music, her songs, which she didn't write most of. But I'm just thinking about that. I'm like, it wasn't her. It was you. If you like if you're saying Brittany helped me be the person I am. She helped me come out and be myself and let me be free. That wasn't her. That was you. That was your strength. And you're not giving yourself credit. And that's just how I'm looking at that. Like stop giving other people credit for your power and your strength. That's and that's and that's a thing again going in and just some of the things and revelations that I come to myself when I'm out on my, my morning walks that we always talk about, but they're important. We have given we as collectively, we give so much of our time, energy, and attention to people that, can be blunt, they could give two shits about you. They don't care about you. They care about themselves. And we look at, and we always historically have looked at sports figures, mm-hmm. people in the public eye, actors, whether they be actors actresses. or whatever. And if you think about it, actors... Why do we put actors on a pedestal or give them any of our energy They're and attention? Acting. They're acting. That's that, that doesn't just stop when they say cut. That's they're on. Like that's the role they play. And I'm going to put this out there in the future, I would like to get on uh, a guest who is kind of becoming a little bit of a big deal on Twitter who is kind of looking at all of these different things and Pulling back the veil a little bit on... I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I'm not going to say the name just yet because we want to reach out and make sure that we can get it to happen. But I'm telling you, these last couple years have been crazy. And when people talk about a great awakening Mm -hmm. going on, I know that everybody kind of gets to that point if they ever do at their own pace. And that's why we try to talk about things kind of, we don't try to get too deep into Mm -hmm. the weeds with a lot of this stuff. We try to be very broad so that we can reach more people and help people start on that journey. We just want people to think about things. We want people to think about it. Because if you take somebody, you know, I'll, I'll use my awesome parents as an example from when we started this podcast over time, they've definitely opened their mind more and, 
to us, that's awesome because it's like we're succeeding. We're, we just want people to stop and try to think a little differently. We're not saying you have to agree with us. We're not saying what we're putting out there is gospel or fact or truth. We're just giving our perspective and we're trying to think of different perspectives of yep, things. Exactly. And we want you to think of different perspectives maybe we didn't even think of. Sure. You know, but just think. Yes. So again, the back to what I was thinking on my walk was we give so much of our attention and energy to these people that could care less about us. If we would focus just a small amount on ourselves, yeah, just a small amount of time and effort into ourselves. Oh, watch out. Like watch out that this world would be insanely better, yeah. just crazy better. And I mean, that, but that's but that's another reason why I was getting a little frustrated last night watching because I'm like, Britney Spears is making millions of dollars, has millions of dollars. But yeah, she's got this thing going on with her dad, supposedly, allegedly, theoretically, reportedly, whatever. But she doesn't care about you. Yeah, you're her fans, and she might say it on Instagram or whoever writes her Instagram says it or whatever. But why did why why is there so much energy being put into this celebrity again? I think the whole thing, the whole thing, and if this is a real person who's going through real mm-hmm. stuff, that sucks. And I do feel for her if if that is legit what's mm-hmm. going on. But without being there, without being personally involved, without having personal knowledge of the situation, yeah. just getting information from social media, a fucking New York Times documentary, come on. Like, we're we're getting sucked into this. Yeah. For what? There, There is no consequence to me, to you, to anybody listening or watching this, whether or not Britney Spears gets out of her conservatorship mm-hmm. or not. Inconsequential to us, but they've succeeded because we're sitting here talking about it. Yeah. They made a documentary about it. They got a hashtag on Twitter or whatever mm-hmm. else going. Mm-hmm. They've got our attention. So they succeeded. Mission accomplished as far as they're concerned. But with that, after we hope like people hear this podcast and just don't get upset by things, just kind of take it for what it is. It's something on your TV, something on your computer screen or your phone screen. It's not happening in your life. It's not affecting you. So work with what's affecting you in your life every day. And if you can take something from it and use it to make your life better, awesome. But don't get dragged down. Don't feel sad. Don't get angry. Just... Don't worry about it. That's it. Yeah. And I mean, I know I'm not really familiar with a lot of the athletes of today. I don't follow sports. Never been a big sports person. I don't really know much about a lot of the pop culture people that are big today. I don't know any of the rappers or a lot of the musicians. I'm not up on any of them or their backstories or whatever has been presented. Don't know. I'm like stuck. Like I remember people from the '90s and '80s. That's well, yeah. But I mean, that's when we grew up, and that's when we had the attention to give. Yeah. Right, and that's when we were the target audience for stuff back then. So that's Mm -hmm. what we know. But I look at just the difference in role models for people coming up Mm -hmm. and growing up, and I see, for example, myself right now. I'm reading a book by Dan Gable, Mm -hmm. who was an Olympic gold medal wrestler. And just reading about the work ethic and the things that he had to do and the focus that he had and everything. And that's what I'm reading about and all the different life lessons he learned along the way and everything. And that's what I'm reading about. 
that's like the stuff that I kind of try to preach to our children. Yeah. Right. But I don't know who were their role models. Who were they looking up to now? Mm. Britney Spears, who is shaving her head, having these alleged meltdowns and all this stuff. There was also that's but that but these are the role models yeah. that the that kids are looking at now and i'm not saying britney I'm, but i'm saying like people like that mm-hmm. and people that are you know saying it about drugs and sex and everything else and i'm not trying to sound like a prude or anything but these are the things that our children everybody's children this this past generation this is the role models that we had well, there was a part of the documentary where, it was, was it a governor or somebody was saying like she wanted to shoot Britney Spears because like the way she portrays herself is such a poor Some, role model to her like children. Sure. And I'm just thinking like, what a shitty parent you are. <laughs> like that's you as a parent. <laughs> yeah, right. has nothing to do with anyone else. But no, but the, that is society and that's not just bad. I think that was a quote from like 2004 or something like that. Yeah. But and it was a mayor's wife, I think, oh, or a governor's okay. wife, or some, some something in some, politics, something like that. But but that's but that's always been society, yeah. right? Especially people when they're when you nobody's going to take responsibility for themselves. You always got to point the finger. That's how it is. Mm. That's that's most people. They point the finger. They go, "I'd do this," but you know. Yeah, anyway. Look at it like buck stops here. Well, to myself. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I just uh, I I. I I try not to worry because I can't control anything mm-hmm. that's not going on in my own universe around me. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it's concerning for people that are, are maybe not as aware of what's being done mm-hmm. and what's going on with them. It, it is concerning because, yeah, I, I hate to say it, but it's it's scary out there. It's scary because it just look at what is presented to Young, impressionable minds. It's scary, but then when you look around real life, is it scary when we go out? It's scary what's presented. It's scary what's presented. Right. But real life itself. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Unplug. No. Stop watching TV. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy. Uh, like I said, the, just, just seeing some of the things, just some of the stuff that, I, that, that can be done oh, yeah. now. The, the, well, that they're showing us that can be done now mm-hmm. with with, but you know with makeup and things like that. How long has this technology been around? How long have these methods been used? Yeah. I, I feel like, I've told you before, I, I feel like this technology that we're using now, cameras, phones, microphones, c- computers, all mm-hmm. this stuff, smartphones, I feel like this technology has always been around. We've just been given bits and pieces here and there, yep. but I feel like throughout history, this stuff's always been around, and that's a show we can do another time. Another show, another day. About <laughs> hidden history and hidden technologies and things like that, because there's a lot of information that's come out mm-hmm. about that too. Uh, so yeah, I just it's uh, it's crazy, but I, I feel like everything that we're presented is a lie, and mm-hmm. we are presented it for a reason. Ooh, one other thing before we wrap up, I forgot I wanted to mention was the Hit Me Baby One More Time video. Is so, this the one that she's a, a school, the school girl, in the school girl yeah. outfit or something? Okay. And I watched it because I never watched it in its entirety. You watched the, the, I watched whole the video? video? The whole video. Okay. So it has her and when she's she's dressed up like in the sexy school girl outfit and she has pigtails and these little like light pink kind of 
pom-pom like puffy feathery type things and then there's like these little magenta kind of I don't know if it's ribbon or what in her in the pigtails and you see the pink and the magenta when she's dressed like that then it has a clip of her in the high school gym and she has a lime green top on and she's like sitting she has like track pants on and she has a basketball and sneakers and I just thought it was the interest it was interesting when we spoke with Jay human vibration about the opposites you have the magenta and the very opposite is lime green and you have this sexy provocative schoolgirl magenta and then you have she actually used to play basketball in high school, according to this documentary, this kind of normal looking girl in track pants and sneakers with a basketball lime green shirt. So I just thought that was interesting to look at it from that perspective. It's all by design, everybody. Everything we are presented has a purpose and a meaning. And remember, it's just soap. Yeah, that, that was great. When that, when that, they ended the documentary with that. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. <laughs> and I didn't even hear her say when we watched it, fooled you. It wasn't until I found the clip because I want to put it in for our watchers. Because I, I, I don't know if they put the entire clip where she said fooled you. I don't But know at the end, it it's fooled you. She, says, like, that she says, says that at the okay. end. There you have it. <laughs> and there it is. So, uh, is the, I, again, I don't know if this whole... I, I know the documentary, obviously, it's... They tell you right there in it. I mean, this it's whole there. thing is just a big distraction. That's it. That's that's my feeling on it. Mm-hmm. And 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 again, if there is a real issue and this thing is really happening mm-hmm. to this to this person, and she's ha- you know going through this kind of stuff, it is sad if it's legit. Mm-hmm. And I do feel for her, and I have empathy there. Yeah. And you know, just being a parent, like just the stuff. If she's being forced uh, allegedly to do, you know, these drugs and all these things just so that she can have visitation for her kids, it's 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 a very uh, sad thing if it's true. Well, I feel like you can look at it very many different ways. You can look at it like it's all a work and it's all just to manipulate people. It's a loose trap and it could be a work in the sense of they're doing this to kind of build up her popularity and watch in like a year Please, or two, yes, yes. it's going to be like she'll get rid of her conservatorship and she's going to be back and everyone's going to love her and they're going to feel like they made a difference. You can look at it like here's a person who is probably or possibly abused as a child being sexualized and used and told what to do and controlled and manipulated. And from what the doc made it sound like she just wanted a family. She just wanted to have a family. She loved performing, but she wanted a family. And then to have her kids taken away, she just mentally declined and had a breakdown. Now, from there, one could say like, yeah, she legit has issues. And maybe her dad really is, has her best interest at heart. And he's doing that because, you know, hearing about people who have mental health issues, they think they're better and they don't need their medication. But they do because because of the medication, they're better. So again, that's if you believe pharma and everything. So, and that's another, we talked about that before. But, you know, somebody believing that the meds are the only thing that actually keep her normal and that's why they're doing it. Not to 
put her in that situation of take your meds or you can't see your kids, but just like because that's what she needs. Or you could say like they're using her, they're abusing her, they're doing all these horrible things to her and she is alone and she has nobody. The other thing that we forgot to mention, Sam Lufty, you were like, that's her CIA handler. <laughs> and it makes you wonder. Every, every picture they show with like boyfriends or whatever, it seems like, not. I'm not talking about uh, Fetterline or, mm-hmm. or Jason Alexander, but they, they seem like they're handlers. Like that's the vibe I could just look at him like, it's a fucking handler. He's he's there to keep her in line yeah, to make sure that he's probably feeding her fucking pills and drugs. That's what they did to Elvis. Mm-hmm. He had that uh, Colonel Rob Parker that was with him who was military intelligence and he was keeping Elvis drugged up. Yeah. That's 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 admitted. That's come out. I mean, obviously you're, people are easier to control if they're not in, of their right mind mm-hmm. because they're under the influence of something. So, so there's many yeah. different aspects to look at it. You can look at she's in on it. She's fine. And this is just sure. their way of giving her time away from everybody. It could be as well. So there's so many different possibilities and aspects. And one of the things I noticed within the past year, her Instagram pictures, the pictures they put on the documentary, just her eye makeup. It's weird because it's like very dark, like eyeliner. It almost looks like when you're really tired and like at the end of the day, your eyeliner starts kind of like, ladies know what I'm talking about, where it starts bleeding and like you have to like, like fix it under your eyes to clear like everything. It's just kind of like bleeding down. And there were so many pictures of her like that. And I'm just thinking like, I wonder... I wonder if they're doing that for a reason because I feel like if it is a work, everything has a meaning. So that was just a thought in my head too. Sure. And uh, one other thing about the um, the interview with her mm-hmm. hus- ex-husband, uh, whatever, husband, annulled husband, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call him, uh, he said that a lot of the stuff that he said that the media definitely pr- painted a picture of her that was not accurate. He, he did say that. He said... Like the stuff with the uh, the shaving of the head and a couple of the other things he said, just based on his conversations that he had with her, it was kind of her just way of lashing out at everything that was going on. She wasn't crazy. It was just one of those just like, a big fuck you. leave me alone kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, like, for example, do you remember when she, uh, was it MTV Awards or something where she kissed Madonna? Yes. Like he said like, a lot of the stuff because the the interviewer that was uh, talking with him asked him, "Do you think she's been a victim of MK Ultra?" And he said he thinks so, but that she's not aware of it, but that she may have some suspicions of it. And he said uh, because the the host brought up the actual that moment where she kissed Madonna, and I guess there's a lot of weird occultic ritualistic type of stuff that went on leading uh, with the way that that whole thing was presented with the stage being the way it was Madonna dressed a certain way Britney dressed a certain way and what Jason Alexander said was a lot of times with a lot of that stuff she's just told here this is what you're going to go do she doesn't know the symbolism behind what her kissing Madonna Mm -hmm. who's dressed as a certain occultic being and whatever colors she's wearing represents them he's like Britney doesn't know She's just told here, go do this. So that's what she's going to do because that's her job. He's like, so he said that he he feels that she probably was a victim of some of that stuff, but that she may be aware of it, but is not like convinced that that's what happened. And that a lot of the things that people look for 
when they're looking to figure stuff out, right? It's not necessarily what it appears to be mm-hmm. because she was not aware that that's what she's doing. She doesn't know she's taking part in some Saturn, you know, death cult ritual mm-hmm. on, on the MTV Music Award. She doesn't know that. She's just told, okay, you're going to go out and my daughter's going to come down and you guys are going to just quickly kiss. And then, and then you're going to go about your business and do your song or whatever. That's all. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting that he said that. Uh, and like I said, he, he was a very, uh, he seemed like a cool guy mm. just based on the hour long interview that I heard with him. Of course, I'm like, it could all just be a work. That could it, be what he's paying, getting paid to do. Sure. And he did say that he, in the 55 hours that they were married, that he had to sign so much paperwork and so many agreements and all these different things that he was allowed to do, that he wasn't allowed to do. Well, I had read an article, like they just did it. And then when they found out after they were pissed because there was no prenup, there was nothing. And it it, it comes off like uh, this wasn't in the plan. You fucked up the plan. So you got to go. Absolutely. And another thing that uh, we all have to take into account as well, if this is a real thing, meaning this whole scenario is real as as, as has been presented mm-hmm. to us. Britney Spears, yes, is a person, we think, right? But is also almost like a mini economy. If she is making, say, whatever the amount of money is that she's making, however many millions of mm-hmm. dollars she's making for whatever tour or whatever she's doing, you've got people that do her makeup that travel with mm-hmm. her, You've got people to do her laundry. You've got arenas that she's performing in that are making mm-hmm. money from her. People that sell tickets that make money from her. You got a whole entourage of people that are making money from yeah. this person who is doing these performances and things. So you have a lot of people who like things the way that they are and maybe don't want them changed. Mm-hmm. So all have agendas to speak either for or against whatever mm-hmm. they're, you know, they're trying to do in court. And you brought up another thing I just want to point out last night. You're like, she probably pissed off the wrong people. Yeah. <laughs> she, she could have just, all that stuff they could have like basically done to her on purpose because she pissed somebody off. She wouldn't play ball. Didn't or, want to play ball. Sure. And yeah. I mean, and I've heard stories of that uh, before. I've heard a lot of stories about that. I mean, and I've seen it just on a small scale with wrestling. You piss the wrong person off. Guess what? You're done. And they're gonna make you and, look so bad. And they'll yeah, exactly. So p- pro wrestling is is such an allegory for real life. It's mm-hmm. not even funny how how many parallels there are between yeah. the two. But yeah, that that's what I and that's what I think happened along the way. She'd probably she's getting this big push. You know, using the wrestling language, she's getting this big push. Mm-hmm. She's getting put everywhere. Her songs everywhere. She's on Pepsi commercials. She's doing all this stuff. Very very. Uh, similar with career path and trajectory and history as Michael Jackson, if you think about it, right? Because both in Pepsi commercials, both have babies. They have the baby stuff. Michael Jackson dangling the baby over the balcony. That was a big story. Brittany putting the baby on her lap. That's a big story. Multiple exes. Yeah. So it makes you wonder. Yeah. Like what's going on there? So, yeah, I don't know. It, It just... Drugs or medications. Drugs, medications, yeah. all that. Yeah. So there's a lot of parallels between the two. Both hugely popular. 
So yeah, I just I think I I almost felt like watching it like she pissed somebody off. If this was legit, she pissed the wrong people yeah. off. She went off script, whatever the case may be. Again, there's so many possibilities of sure. what it can really be, and we're just trying to look at all aspects of it. And again, I think ultimately, no matter what the real truth is, no matter what's really going on, the ultimate goal of the whole thing is our attention. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's just our attention. I think it's the energy and we energy. put out. If we put well, out anger, well, what are you doing with fear? your attention? You pay attention. Yeah, you pay your don't attention. You? You're correct. Yes, and it's kind of like I think we just need to be cautious of that. I think it's okay to be curious and learn and watch and talk about stuff. But sure. If you really start getting upset, or you really start getting sad, or angry, or scared, or nervous, is this going to happen to me? that is where you really start paying that energy, you know, paying it off. That's when you're giving all of your energy. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't try do not it. to do that. Yeah. If you can try to give it to something a little more meaningful to you personally. Take some deep breaths. <laughs> do the four, four, eight breathing, <laughs> breathe in for four breaths, hold for four breaths and release for eight breaths. Yeah. Four, I, four, eight. You hold for four breaths. So breathe in. So you mean four seconds? Four. Well, sorry. Ugh, breaths. Four counts. Sorry. So you breathe in. I get, one, I get it. One, two, I, I, three, I four. Yeah. Hold two, three, four, and then release for eight seconds. So I, I misspoke I can't, it. I can't do the eight. I, mm-hmm. I, I, it's weird. I've tried doing that and it's, I, I don't. I do that before yeah. I meditate and okay. after I meditate. So it works well for you. It does. Great. We've I touched know. everything on this episode. Jeez. We really have. Gone walks, birds, breathing, breathing. And one of the things I'm just gonna say because it was going through my mind when we're talking about these people. We've ra- they, we've gone to wrap up now, like for the last twenty care. minutes. You realize that, right? I don't care. It's our show. <laughs> I know. When we were talking about like people fall into drugs because they have a hard time dealing with things, and I'm just like, man, imagine if they got into yoga instead. It was just a thought. Yeah, sure. Maybe if you're thinking about turning to drugs to fix your life or to calm things down, try yoga first. There you go. Yeah. 448 Breathing. We'd love to hear from you, as always. We'll yeah. wrap up here. You can find us on Twitter. At Pod. We have a website. HomewreckerPodcast.com. We're on Minds, at Podcast. That's see, I forgot that one, so thank you. Mm-hmm. You can watch us. For our watchers. YouTube. On- Variety on bit shoot, which doesn't always let me upload, but I'm trying. And we're also trying. Is it Odyssey? Odyssey O O D Y S E E. And is it Rockfin? I'm gonna Rockfin. We're looking into Rockfin. We're looking into different well. places to put up video content. So yeah, yeah, just to kind of get out there a little bit more, mm-hmm. get get some more eyeballs and mm-hmm. ears on us and everything. Yes. And of course we. The only way we grow is if you tell somebody that you enjoyed the Homewrecker podcast, that you like looking at my lovely wife, that you like hearing her beautiful voice. It's the only way we grow. We rely on everybody. You like hearing my crazy rantings? (laughs) Yes. We rely on everybody out there to tell a friend. Yeah. And, share and, and when we, share. if you're on Twitter or Minds, and we post about an episode. Share it; that helps. Uh, if you listen to us on iTunes or anywhere that you can subscribe and like or rate us, give us five stars or whatever the highest is. Like, yeah. subscribe. We appreciate it, and we Absolutely. appreciate feedback. I love when people comment, even if it's like 
like we got a comment about um, they were like, oh, you seem really nervous. <laughs> and but again, it's somebody's perspective. And I'm like, that's really cool. They're putting their perspective out there. It's like it's not so much nervous. I just certain things that I'm not super well versed on. I don't want to screw up giving the information. Uh. I think, I, I mean, if if you've been listening for a while, you know, we, we just kind of dock. And we'll talk about we, an we, idea of well, what yeah, we're going to talk we, about, but right. we don't rehearse this. Yeah, we so. don't rehearse it. We, we very rarely have notes in front of us or anything. We just like to talk and whatever happens, yeah. happens. Try to keep it as organic as possible. I feel like that's the best way well, or what works for us anyway. Yeah. So. But yes, again. I love feedback. So thank yeah, you to everyone. Absolutely. Thank you to everybody who yeah. uh, listens and who watches. Shirt. Yeah, that's another we way you can support. We're talking about getting a new shirt made. So yes, well, we'll, we'll a couple. I got a couple, yeah, a couple designs that'll be coming soon. So you'll find those yeah. on the on the uh, website mm-hmm. as well. Or we should get our mugs up, maybe our sure. homewrecker mugs. Maybe. Sure. Yeah. Yes, that's another thing. That, that's so. something we're thinking about. If you guys want that, let us know, and we'll work on making that available. Absolutely. So and you can find me on Etsy, Wonders by Monique, and my website, tarotbymonique.com. And Alex, where can they find you? I'm on Twitter at the Alex Arion. I don't tweet much, but I may start again. I'm not sure. And you can also go to alexarionfitness.com as well. And I forgot, I'm on Twitter too, at underscore Monique Giselle 10 underscore. Right. And all these links and everything will be in the show it'll be there for you absolutely so again we appreciate everybody that listens we really do we appreciate everybody that interacts with us and uh until next time unless you got anything else you want to add just want to send some love out to everybody who needs it that's all yeah putting out some positive energy love get outside in nature take a walk even if it's cold out i do it every day this is true it's freaking cold out there right now holy cow it's cold out there all right Until next time, I am the Golden Greek Alex Arion. I've been joined, as always, by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing trophy wife, the lovely Monique. And you've been listening to the Homewrecker Podcast. Hit me, baby, one more time. No? No, please don't. No? No. Oh, baby, baby. Nope. 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 Stop. It's Britney, bitch.